morning, traders. Happy Monday to you. I hope you are having a fantastic start to your day. And thank you for tuning in to today's Outlier Live. We're going to be covering the top news stories of the day. First story of the day is going to be Janet Yellen. And uh, she's yelling. Janet Yellen is yelling about the fact that uh, she sees some major damage on the horizon. Oh, snap. That's not so good. Let's then jump into our second story. Meta has found a brand new way to steal your data by using ChatGPT. Well, doesn't that sound great? And lastly, oh, this person says Apple's about to jump 20% on the fact that they're going to have the teensiest, weensiest, itsiest, bitsiest, tiniest change in their brand new iPhone model. And, ap and apparently that means a 20% gain is on the horizon. Give me a break. Thank you for tuning in today's Outlier Live. Let's get started. Right, our first topic of the day, Janet Yellen is feeling very good about a soft landing for the economy. I don't know about you, but I can tell you one thing, I don't believe anything that this woman is saying right here. I think, me personally, I feel that she is doing her very best to keep the masses from hysteria, to keep, what do they, what do they say, right? To keep the sheep contained, right? To not scare us common folk, but she knows better. And she knows better because she is literally speaking on an interview from her private aircraft. Yeah. She doesn't have to worry about how the economy's doing. She literally owns a private aircraft. At least that's what this article says here. So she can just go anywhere she wants. Look, if the price of uh, bread is too expensive out in California, she'll just fly up to Wyoming and grab some. Don't worry about the fuel. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about you. All she cares about is the fact that, hey, we're going to keep all of these masses in line and not scare them because we don't want to have an uprising on our hands. We don't want to have all of the people who can vote, all of the people who can make a difference in the world, rise up against those in charge. That's what she's thinking. At least that's what I think she's thinking. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Yule, and I love talking about stocks and covering those outlier trades with outsized returns. And we cover the most important news stories for your wallet with the AI trading data that supports what's going on out there. So if you're interested in that, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below. And today's episode is sponsored by outlier.com. Start trading with AI today. Go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. So back to Janet Yellen. She's she's feeling good. Of course she's feeling good on her jet, right? I'd be feeling good too if I was at 37,000 feet with nobody else around me. That'd be awesome, right? I'm feeling very good about that prediction, said Yellen on Sunday. Um, I think you'd have to say we're on a path that looks exactly like that. Give me a break, Janet. When's the last time you bought anything? Let me give you a couple examples here, right? My wife was going through, uh, we, we just swapped out my wife's phone. I have actually got her, her old phone here with me since we're going to be talking about the uh, new iPhone models here in a little bit. Be sure to tune in for that. Uh, my wife just swapped out phones and the, uh, the, the, the first thing that popped up on there was a notification from Nextdoor. And on that notification, it said, um, has anybody else noticed how expensive things have gotten? And of course I click into it because it's, yeah, everybody's noticed how expensive things have gotten, right? Um, my my wife also found this post on Facebook she was showing me the other day that, that literally made me sick to my stomach. I couldn't believe it. So we use a, a grocery delivery service and this person had gone through and they found an order from like early 2020 versus uh, now in or, you know late 2023 at this point. And it showed the exact same item, right? Lunch meat, six ounce package, lunch meat, six ounce package. Same thing from the same vendor. 
costs more than double. It's not just you. We're all feeling the pinch out there. We're all feeling the fact that there's nothing soft landing about this. Credit cards are now at the highest level they've been ever, right? Delinquencies on loans are approaching pre-pandemic levels if they haven't surpassed that already. What does that mean? That means people can't afford the way that everything is looking today. Of course they can't afford it, right? When the median house costs over $400,000 and that can be a basic house, nobody's going to be able to afford that especially when rates for that house have now gone seven, eight, nine percent in some cases. It's not just you, right? I don't want you to feel like you're the only one who's hurting in this economy. Everybody's hurting in this economy. But it's people like Janet Yellen and President Joe Biden who are trying to make you feel like Bidenomics is working. And we all know that that's just not the case here. And what we really are all hoping for is a huge reduction in inflation. But Keep, don't don't get too excited, right? We don't want deflation. Deflation is bad. And let's think about why. Imagine, right, we found that lunch meat, which went from $3 to $6. And so the lunch meat's gone up by double. Well, if deflation starts occurring, at first it's going to feel awesome, right? That lunch meat's going to go from 6 to 5. And you're like, yes, I can afford more. Awesome. Then it's going to go from 5 to 4. All right, I this is fantastic. Then it's going to go from four to three. Oh man, it's back to back to these levels. I'm so grateful for that, right? But what if it goes from three to two? And then in order to um, keep the doors open, everybody at the factory, at the meat factory, they just cut two thirds of their, uh, their labor, right? They just had a, a layoff for two thirds of the people who work there. That's a huge problem, right? Because they can't sell it for $6 anymore. So now they're selling it for $2 and they can't make their, their, uh, they can't make enough money to cover the light bills. And then they start shutting the factories down, right? Deflation sounds great on the surface and it is to a point, but when it spirals out of control, when people stop buying things because they feel like prices are going to go down, that is a problem. And realistically speaking, I think personally, what I think is going to happen is we're going to have a rubber band effect, right? We've been pulled so strongly in both directions, right? Asset prices going up, so nobody's going to afford anything. Interest rates are going up, which is killing people's credit card debt, which is killing people's ability to afford new houses and new cars. And it's going to just boom, come right back all together. And the soft landing that they, that they want to tell you is happening is just going to be as transitory as the fact, as they said, inflation would be transitory. Don't forget that. They fed us that lie for two years that inflation was transitory. Now look at us. Now look at us, right? Let me know. Hit the like button if you feel the same way too. But let's take a minute to go look at the outlier data for the S&P 500. We did just recently get a buy signal on September 1st on the S&P 500. And uh, we're using the AI data to take a look at this. So if you haven't already signed up for outlier.com, go get uh, your free trial right now today and you can learn more and see exactly how this AI data is working for you. Now let's go to the comments. Oh yeah, we already didn't contain inflation and its impact is being felt by millions of Americans. The tone deafness is breathtaking. After a very sharp rise and the overall cost of living is rising more slowly, Lots of pain out there. Exactly. Spot on. Everything is stupid expensive. We all are feeling this. Absolutely. Transitory containment, right? Let's be so real here, right? Janet Yellen was the person who was screaming from the mountaintops. It's transitory inflation. It's transitory inflation. It's going to go away. No. No. Any economist would have said no, of course not. 
Um, soft landing looks like a meteor strike, right? Soft landing looks like this, right? Um, what was the last one I was looking at here? Meanwhile, outside the window, everything is burning. That's how everybody's feeling these days, right? And getting things back to a 2% inflation target doesn't solve anything, Janet. That's not where we need to go. We need to fix this inflation problem now while people still have an opportunity to live in the house that they are already struggling to live in today. So hit the like button if you found that story interesting and be sure to hang around as we jump into our next story. Hey, great news. This is awesome. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg just figured out how to steal your data even more by using ChatGPT. Or at least that was my first thought when I saw this headline. Meta is developing a new, more powerful AI system um, just like ChatGPT, just like OpenAI. And uh, I don't know about you, but that does not make this guy feel very happy about the situation. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Yule, and we cover the most important news stories to your wallet and share what the AI data is saying about it. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to hit the subscribe button down below. And today's episode is sponsored by outlier.com. Start trading with AI today. Go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now, Meta is developing a new, more powerful AI system, right? I can only imagine Zuckerberg in the back rooms of the internets, right? And he's he's back there. He's like, mm, uh, the metaverse didn't work out so well. Mm, let me just create a brand new chat GPT replacement. And um, I spent $28 billion on the metaverse, but mm, that didn't work out. <laughs> this is bound to work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe I should have gone to acting school. I don't know. But... The, the fact that Meta is looking at new, more powerful AI systems, nobody wants that. Come on, Zuckerberg, nobody. F just just stick to stick to scrolling things, okay? If, if it gives you something to scroll, just, just stick to that, okay? Stick to Facebook, stick to Instagram, stick to threads like that ever worked, right? Um, so Meta Platforms is working on a new artificial intelligence system intended to be as powerful as the most advanced model opened by, or offered by OpenAI. The Wall Street Journal reported on Sunday. I think that is just a headline article. Yeah, so there's no more to it. But, I mean, let's look at AI, or let's look at Meta's most recent failures, right? Let's look at the metaverse, right? I actually did buy, I don't have it with me. I thought I had it right here. I actually did buy an Oculus Quest 2. Um, the only thing I use it for at this point is watching YouTube videos of um, home tours. I love to look at mansion tours. I don't know about you, but that's one of my, my guilty pleasures when I go on the internet. It's like, how? let me look through this $30 million uh, estate, right? I want to check this thing out. So I, I put on the uh, the goggles, and, and I have uh, this particular channel that I like to watch, and, and he goes through room by room and just shows everything. It's just like being there with the real estate agent, and I love it. But that's it. Right, and I don't need it for that. I just do it like that because I happen to have the headset there with me. Let me know in the comments if you've ever used uh, uh, one of the Oculus headsets or maybe still use it, right? Now there's been a couple games here and there that have been pretty cool, but after about 20, 30 minutes, eh, it wears off, right? Even my kids, right? They can play Xbox for hours and hours and hours, but you give them an Oculus headset, 15, 20 minutes tops, and they're like, eh, I'm bored with this, right? Meta and the whole metaverse, humongous failure giant industry-leading failure that the metaverse was. And then let's talk about threads, right? I think they had 50 million people sign up in the first week. You know how they signed up? It was literally a one-click Instagram button sign up, right? Of course, when you got a billion people on Instagram, it's going to have 50 million people sign up easy. But then nobody stayed. 
I saw some stat that said like over 80, 90% or something like that of people have already abandoned threads. And of course they would, right? Because uh, Twitter is, Twitter is the town square, right? Twitter is the place where people go to get their ideas heard. Nobody's in threads. So nobody's going to go there to have their ideas heard because nobody's home. It's like, it's like walking into that $30 million mansion, opening the door and be like, hey, everybody, this is a pretty sick house. What do you think? crickets chirp chirp nobody's there nobody cares nobody wants to be in threads because nobody's on threads it's a self-fulfilling prophecy let's take a look at the outlier data for meta real quick though we did just get a buy signal on meta ah but it's really been flat over the last several months right nothing's really been happening but if you are interested in meta now could be an opportunity to be looking for a new long trade new long setups out there so meta definitely has some legs behind it and maybe it has to do with this AI information that's coming out here, right? So let's go take a look at some of the comments for this. Uh, Facebook Meta aims for its new AI model, which hopes to be ready next year to be several times more powerful than when it released just two months ago. Oh, wait a minute. So you're saying that the AI that you just released is no good? Well, this is typical Meta fashion, right? Hey, this is this thing's awesome and shiny and new. Oh, wait, that thing's more shiny and new and awesomer. Wait a minute, this is more shiny and newer and awesomer than that one. Yeah, no. Hopefully it's different than the Metaverse debacle. Exactly. Uh, let's see what else. This is this is a different model that's even more better than Llama 2. Um, are they done with threads, right? Are, are we done with threads yet? And this person says, I sure hope they didn't use uh, users' content as training data, wink, wink, because of course they did. That's what Facebook does. Facebook wants to steal your data and use it in the most nefarious ways possible. Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard person. You heard it here first. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I'm just making jokes. Uh, but let's go, actually, before we go real quick, hit the like button I, and, and, and let us know in the comments down below. Are you ready to go on to Facebook's new AI platform? It's more better than Llama 2, Llama Llamas? I don't know about you, but I will not be using this and I never will be. Just like I will never be using uh, threads and I will um, only be using the metaverse for watching YouTube videos. So they, uh, they've definitely jumped the shark many times over on that one. Let's go to our final story of the day. Get your wallets ready, get ready to rip, roar, and jump and jive because Apple is poised for a 20% jump as iPhone 15 will drive a mini super cycle. Give me a break, right? Give me a break here. The only reason that I take that stance on Apple is because if we look at um, this phone, an iPhone 13 Pro Max versus an iPhone 14 versus an iPhone 10 versus an iPhone 15, which is gonna come out soon, um, they're all the same thing. How many times have you been so stoked? I, I, I know I've had this, right? I, I spent $1,000 to get myself a brand new phone. I'm so stoked. It comes in the mail. I can't wait to rip open the packaging, right? And I get it and I'm like, oh, look at this shiny new phone. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's more better. It's got a little bit more computing power. Oh, its screen moves at 16 frames per second instead of eight frames per second, right? The 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 differences are so, so microscopically better, but oh, overall, the whole thing is way better. No, that's not what's happening. We both know that. You rip open the iPhone and then you see, oh, it's the same as my old one. Oh. And then you just have that feeling of, oh, well, okay, here's my new phone for the next two years, right? 
I'm not stoked about this new iPhone. And I think most investors, most people who are buying iPhones are also feeling that way. There's nothing special about these iPhones and there probably won't be any groundbreaking new information or new things that come out on this iPhone, just like there hasn't been for the last 10 iPhones. They're all gonna be practically the same. So when someone comes through and says, Apple's poised for a 20% jump as iPhone 15 will drive a mini super cycle. I don't know about you, but it sounds like uh, a little bit of uh, pump and dump action, right? A little bit of, uh, hey, um, we have some Apple shares to sell and um, it's uh, definitely time for us to sell them because the uh, the market's not doing so hot. Right, the new iPhone 15 will spark a 20% upside for the Apple stock. Give me a break. Um, Apple customers are likely to upgrade despite even a $100 price hike, right? Yeah, I'm not likely to upgrade. I, I've been through this enough times, and, and let me know in the comments if you have too. I've been through this enough times where I'm conditioned to know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to have microscopically more computing power, microscopically better uh, display, and microscopically better, I don't know, phone signal or, you know, internet signal or, or something that actually matters. And then they're going to they're gonna tout that every other iPhone before this is garbage. Everything before this is useless. And it's like, oh, come on now. Come on now. We're over this. Oh, oh, I'm glad that pulled up. They don't even give you a power cable anymore. They are a brick. They don't give, give you, they're like, this phone's so good, it doesn't even need a brick. It can just charge just by holding in your hand. That would actually be a pretty cool advancement. But uh, we both know that that's not going to happen. Apple doesn't innovate. Apple just incrementally makes things better, right? Once a generation, they'll come up with something cool like a phone. And then they'll, they'll modify it slightly and make it an iPad. And they'll modify that slightly and make it an Apple Watch. And that's about it. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. That's about it. Let's go to the comments and see what people are saying about it, right? Apple's poised to jump 20%. Let's see. Apple stock struggles. Release the super cycle narrative. Right? iPhone 15 will be the best and fastest iPhone ever. How many times have we heard that, right? Biggest sell-off of the year is coming. Uh, the news right before the October sell-off. Oh, sure. Because we all know the iPhone 15's groundbreaking feature will be a slightly better camera, and it's going to revolutionize our lives. Yeah, everybody gets it now. Nobody is excited about this. I was even that guy who used to turn into the Apple events. I used to be that nerd who would just sit there and be like, oh, yeah, what's coming out this? Oh, oh, the camera is 12% better. I can't believe it. I was that guy. <laughs> I was that guy. But going out to the outlier data real quick, we can see that Apple still has a buy rating. And, uh, you know, that's three buy ratings in a row today. So the market may definitely be in a recovering spot. And I am very, very, very encouraged for you to check out outlier.com and get this data. That way you've got your hands on it. And before I go real quick, make sure uh, that you understand that today was sponsored by outlier.com. And start trading with AI today. Go to ovtlwire.com to see why outliers win. Thank you so much for coming to today's episode. I will see you right back here on Thursday. And uh, I'll see you on the next episode.